come on down to the price is right. <laughs> the price is right. The price is right. This is not the price is right. This is Film Study, an all American universe podcast. <laughs> Welcome to it. You know who I am, but for those who don't, I am Lexi. <laughs> and today we will be talking about 515. That is very strange to say out loud that there's been five seasons of the show and we're on the fifth right? episode of the fifth season. Like, what? Were we just on season three? Girl! <laughs> so, yeah, 515 United in Grief. Uh, this is the last of the sort of immediate grief arc. And so I got Carmen on the pod. It's like. You know, uh, it's like you haven't been on the pod in a while, but you actually were just on for Homecoming. So this right? Is just on. Just recorded last week. Yes. Just recorded. But I'm so, yeah, I'm so used to having you on more frequently. But now, you know, we got a whole bunch of people that listen and got, we, you know, had some fun, fun guests on. Yes. But now you're back. You haven't been, you haven't reviewed it. You haven't reviewed an All American episode since, what was it, episode three? I think it was three. I think it was three uh, of season five. So anyway, you're back and we're talking about Spencer's Grief episode, United in Grief. Let's get into it. All right. Overall thoughts, rating, you know the deal. <laughs> um, I would give this, I would say an 8, 8.5. An 8.5? Yes. You know what? I think I think that's a fair rating. I think that's a fair rating. I think maybe it's an 8 point. No, I have to give it an 8.5. I was going to I was going to try to lower it, but I have to give it an 8.5 simply for the Dr. Spears scenes, I think. The Dr. Spears and Spencer scenes. I adored and you know shout out to adrian dukes who wrote the episode and shout out to uh avi or avi ubian um who directed but yeah this this was a good episode maybe you know as we get into it maybe i'll lower it <laughs> maybe it'll be closer to an 8.3 8.2 excuse me <laughs> maybe it'll be a seven <laughs> uh, no it's an eight it's an eight at least an eight. Okay. This is my uh, this is my rating. Eight point five mm-hmm. is yours. I'm saying I haven't figured out to to that point. Clearly, I have some mixed feelings on the storylines. Um, but yeah, an eight is pretty solid. And I, I'll tell you this: I'm somewhere in between a seven and an eight point five. <laughs> what? That's a big gap. <laughs> it is a big gap. Them half points no. begins you. The the no. little decibels. I was I was accept that you're between an eight and an eight point five. I'm, I'm between a seven and an eight point five. <laughs> I said what I said. I love it, but I'm between a seven and an eight point five. That is a big gap. Okay, it is. Well, I guess we will find out it, why. Honestly, it's a big gap, and I I love that you said that's a big gap because that is how I felt about this episode. That they, they, there were parts that I really really loved, and parts that I just did not. And it, I don't want to say did not connect with, but just it didn't. Um, 
it didn't land for me in the succession of storytelling that we've gotten thus far in, in the grief episodes. And anyway, so yeah, somewhere in between, somewhere in between. Uh, but <laughs> those are our ratings. Those are our thoughts. Let's get into, let's get into JJ first, you know, just because we haven't seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I had Kaya on last week and we, you know, just threw out there like, what if JJ comes and he's just like better? And he <laughs> and did. It and he did. And he did. He did. That is what happens. He comes just walking into the beach house like he's been here the whole time and was just like, oh, all the party stuff is in the rear view. Yep. And, you know, he's just like, I'm ready to focus on football and only football. And Asher's talking to him. And, you know, he's just like, let's get started. Right. The eager kid at the first day of school. And, you know, he, he, Asher's like, eh, the, or the meetings, they're, they're not even like starting yet. He's just like, who cares? Being an hour, what was it? Right. Hour Being early, early is late. Yes. Is being late. So he was here to prove something. And, you know, as he's proven it, as he's answering all of these questions in the film study session, Coach Montez, he's like, he's not feeling it. Like, he's impressed, but he's like, I don't know if I trust it. I don't know exactly. if I believe it. Exactly. He I doesn't <laughs> trust it. How long is it going to stay that way? Because we've all watched JJ over the course of several months in the show's timeline. Several months. Of a whole, what is it, semester and a half almost. They're almost at the end of the next semester. So... A whole almost a year of of freshman life, we've witnessed JJ just not taking things seriously. Um, but he is trying to stay on a path, and he runs into some of his frat brothers, whatever, and they're surprised that he doesn't want to party. Jabari, which I have my thoughts on that, but Jabari is just like, no. <laughs> Jabari heard about his reputation. <laughs> yeah, I was yes. like, why are we like, seeing this? What? Why did we put that there? Like, why? Why is he? <laughs> I love you, man. In Crenshaw, in Crenshaw, I'm just I trying to figure out how did Jabari hear about JJ parties. I'm trying to figure. I I mean that's the part, but I feel like JJ always like remember JJ one of JJ's first introductions. Uh, uh this was like late. Yeah, he invited people yeah, to Chris's house. Not even a number. This was like way back, and Chris was like, "How does he know the address to my house?" <laughs> then obviously, all, all the way up until now, who is JJ? Why is he playing on my phone? <laughs> yes, yes. Just so that it makes sense for that, but I guess. I don't know how. I, I, don't, I don't know because I, I just don't know why friend. it's Jabari. I just don't know why it's Jabari that we're yeah. saying all this. Jabari wasn't around for any of them things. Exactly. But uh, Jabari tells JJ that he's lucky to have Asher, Coach Asher, just like just like Jabari had Coach Billy, Coach Big. Um, Even though I anyway, was like, um, Jabari, yeah. you know he had Billy first though, right? But I'm going to let you have it. I'm gonna let- that's true it's it's really (laughs) funny when let's not even get into that because then i'm gonna get on a whole rant and i don't want to do that (laughs) i'm just saying like wasn't billy wasn't billy his coach for three years in high school and speak of didn't he say coach baker's boys would be back exactly yeah i don't even i don't know why carvin why did you get me all this line of thought because now i'm just like i don't know why they're like 
it not necessarily purposefully, but like they're setting up this like, you know, revisionist history about how Billy was always for Grinch. It bugs me. It bothers me so much. Like he was just this super yeah, yeah. Like literally just came back. (laughs) Like let's not pretend. Anyway. So uh any Montez sees JJ later on. He stays past uh past the, the meeting time and you know he tells him like I don't usually do second chances and if you blow off the program again, you're, you're done. done. JJ sees the alcohol in his bag, he's just like, you know, I don't need it. And and then the last we hear of it is that he um he uh essentially essentially he was supposed to take asher to the thing for spencer at the end uh but asher texts jordan that he he couldn't find him so that sort of left on a little bit of a cliffhanger with jj so maybe he did take the drink who knows and then spiraled so what did you think about that um i'm i mean i'm very interested in trying to figure out what exactly is going on with jj because they have yet to like we haven't really got any really clues or anything. Yeah, we know that he definitely has to be going through something. And it's you don't think we got clues? Party. You don't think it's alcoholism? But I'm saying, what is his reason? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what is the reason? Because this started, to your point, it started before uh, Billy died. Yeah, way before Billy. And that's why I'm like, we still haven't even got a hint of a reason why he's done, why he's drinking alcohol right. like this. So, I'm... Really, like, can't wait till they let us know, like, what exactly is going on with JJ because it ain't just him, especially because he's just not here every episode, so it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like, can we jump? Can we wrap it up? I'm kidding, can you tell us? like, because, like, literally, ha- has it been the whole season? Was it? It's it been the whole before? season, it's been oh, yeah. the whole season, it's been the whole season. It's like, and we haven't even got a hint. Of what's wrong? And wait, with him. hasn't like, it? It's been beyond the whole season. That's why I said Asher didn't it start in his four? little coaching thing. Yeah, it started in four. It starts, so it's just like, well, we yeah, it not, up? <laughs> yeah, if it did start in four, then it's really time. It did. To like, it did just start go in ahead four. and give us this. What's going on with JJ? Because he's not. He's not okay. It, it, I think it escalated. Like it wasn't as serious maybe as it is now, but it's been this whole like. We don't know what's going on with JJ. JJ doesn't really let us, you know, he doesn't let us see the deeper him. And so then it spilled over into this season, right? It was that whole thing at Halloween. Um, you know, we won't even last two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about when JJ died? Because yeah. he was heartbroken pretty much. So, yeah, we'll see where it is. But I think you and I are along the same lines of this. And just like, can we, we just want to know <laughs> so that we can move forward. <laughs> Yeah, just tell so us. Like, just forward. tell us. Just, just tell us. Just tell us what's wrong with him, please. We beg. Um. So look, <laughs> I don't know why they've decided to do this thing in the last, and I really want to say it's like the last season. Uh, but really it's been like a season and a half where mm-hmm. patience is just not confident and and I and I feel like it's like it's like more than being 
like a new artist and all of that. Yes, and, like worrying about her artistry. It's, it's just yes. like she's like insecure as a person. And that's really interesting because I do not feel like she was introduced that way. And obviously you can go deeper into the character and all that stuff, but it's like it's manifesting itself in different ways. In the last season, um, it was she was super lazy, right? Like and she didn't want to take opportunities and that's what they did with her character. And then in this season She's literally becoming an idiot. (laughs) She said it. I mean, I'm just, look. We, this is two years of the pod. We not for the. Oh, we we done. We not sugarcoating. We not. We're not sugarcoating. It's 2023, y'all. We stand it with our chest. It's 2023. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I'm listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so, why? I don't want to use the term like I think the the proper sort of television technical term for it is like I want to say it's like the bimbofication or something something along those lines. But it's basically like the the uh, process and storytelling in TV where they just like start to make a woman character dumb um, mm-hmm. or just not smart. And I feel like as frustrated as I was sort of last season with Patience's laziness, right? It never reached the frustration that I have right now with seeing her just make stupid decisions. Do you think that they like that they are giving her under like, you know, something like something that's not okay with her? Because honestly, like every since her breakup with Coop. She just came off as this insecure, not sure of herself person. And that wasn't patient before. But that's what I'm saying. And I just don't understand why we're getting this. That's because I'm, I'm like, is something not okay with up? every single one of these characters? <laughs> you don't think it's a storyline they're trying to work up? I don't know. I At least don't I hope. Think I, hope it's it a, I mean, I hope it is too. <laughs> that sounded like, so. Like, not be in vain. Let me, this not to be in vain. I don't. Let me rephrase. I don't think it's in vain. I think. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would have chosen a different story to tell in in like in the middle of the fact that she's been dealing with these insecurities already. And so I just like with this stalker storyline, it's not just the stalker storyline. It's, Uh it's the stalker storyline. Plus she's insecure. And I'm like, just the insecurity alone is like something to work with. Um, Uh and I, I guess what I'm really trying to say is like, I wish we'd pick a lane with patience and stay in it. And I didn't realize I felt this way until talking to you. But I really think that's where I'm at right now. Is I really wish. Because I don't like this. I think the stalker storyline on its own would be interesting. But I don't love that the stalker storyline is now this. paired up with this her insecurities. Because then it just seems like the character is dumb. And she's not dumb. She's not. <laughs> she's not it's stupid. Not- not only she's not dumb, she's not desperate. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, that's not pay. I don't know how we got to this patient, and that's why I say I really hope they have a underline, like a somewhere in the storyline where they go. Is because patient has never been 
this patient. And it's like never like Like, she lost person complaining to Layla episode in and episode out. Oh, I don't have the views. Oh, I just don't know. Oh, you know, we made a joke out of it. This was super early on, and you know, we because it was still something to be made a joke out of when she was just like, Oh, like that's not not me, but it's getting old, (laughs) it's getting old. Oh, gosh. I love Chelsea. Does does not a, like I love Chelsea down. Uh, I impersonate all of the characters. <laughs> well, I'm with you. I'm like with you. I am so I've been ready for them to give her because she her character is great. So it's like why? Are that's we what I'm like. We're supposed way. to expect that the girl that knew to take Coop's gun that was hiding uh-huh. in her in her that's closet. Why. Testify. Without without nobody needing to tell her and threw it in the freaking river. Come on. Because she was that much of a writer for Coop, which is a whole other story. But she was that much of a writer for Coop. That this girl is leaving her cell phone and ignoring Layla's warnings, even though Layla was just kidnapped like what a year ago at this point. Like, what are we doing? doing exactly and the same one who when she what was the girl name she met up with who she um thought was in on selling her song the jewel jewel something like oh, that. oh yeah little jewel little jewel she met up with her she had so much attitude for her, like where is that patient well like, little jewel exactly where is yeah. she where is she at is she where not is the where is the right patience home? that was just like I'm not satisfied playing bubblegum pop like that was that yes. was I'm just so confused I am <laughs> and I'm really tired of the storyline I'm tired of the storyline of she's I'm just steal. tired of seeing patients complain is really where it's at I'm just tired and of seeing her complain so, and now she's so desperate that she's being vulnerable to the stalker like what like no it is not just being vulnerable to the stalker it's being vulnerable to the stalker to a stupid degree like this girl this weirdo has your freaking home address and you're meeting up with her at a coffee shop and somebody somebody pointed this out this tells you how crazy it is i mean we knew it was crazy did the spyware on her phone tapped into the phone heard over the conversation all that but Mm -hmm. Miko been following this girl since before they even met officially. Yep. Was following her when Patience did that live. Remember when, <laughs> when I said they need to lean more into Patience becoming a crazy artist and just like losing herself and her artistry or whatever. When she was just like, you know, on live, going off on people on live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's been following her since then in the background at Slauson's. So... Yeah. And I guess, I guess maybe that's where the writer's going with it, that the bigger she becomes, the more vulnerable she becomes to social media and all that stuff. Because it does happen. But I just need But I would rather see her, like, again, I'd rather see her get into Twitter arguments. I'd rather see her (laughs) do another live. I'd rather see her become a prima donna than see her become stupid. And not just become, stay. (laughs) Like... She don't just have a moment. She stays. Stays. Just stays complaining. It stays just like. Uh, and I think we're just tired. We're tired. 
But as far as it being weaved in, uh, woven into this episode, I think I don't think it took away from the the episode at any cost. So I think st- structure wise, it was great. There, the balance was there. <laughs> we don't went in on we don't went in on the patient storyline. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Woo, patients and JJ. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean. It. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, I did not expect to be doing all this today. Anyway, anyway. It is what it is. (laughs) That's how cookie crumbles. It's because I care so deeply about this story. Jordan, this is also something that that I saw coming. And it's, I, can I say this? I love what they're doing with Jordan this season. Um, And I think it's, what they're doing with Jordan is showing his growth in a way that they've set up previously. Um, Because I was just like, you know, with the last episode, oh, I hope that, you know, they're showing, because the synopsis said something about his leadership. And I was just like, I hope with this leadership storyline that they show that sometimes Jordan, you know, in an effort to be really eager, just falls into a leadership style that's not necessarily him and he doesn't need to do that. And boom! <laughs> what do and we that's explore? That's exactly what happened in this episode. That's exactly what happened. So he was getting on getting on some of the some of the star receivers. Oh, he got I say Jordan's gonna fight. Jordan's gonna <laughs> be did, in a fight every season. Certainly get into a fight real quickly. What he said that night nice, that don't Jordan be ready to fight, like ready to fight, ready to fight. Oh, every single time. I said, Jordan, I thought you time. wasn't gonna get in a fight. This, um, like, like you, there you go, there you go. <laughs> Not only did he get into a fight, he he was well, inside. His insult game is crazy too. Like <laughs> he like you know he said it's like your fifth season or ninth something like that. He said like literally. He's, yes, I was like he Jordan. Be so he be so mean sometimes. What <laughs> I say? Not only will he, he just be insult. talking reckless. Jordan just be talking reckless sometimes. Yes, but his insult game make you want to fight him because he would say some things. Oof. that that um but anyway so yeah laying into this dude about running the incorrect route uh so or get really getting on the dude and then kenny lays into jordan um yes he did pretty hard about Cause he's still upset with spencer james yeah because yeah and then he he apologized and he's like oh my bad it's just i saw spencer earlier um and he had been, just been saying over and over, like, I'm the coach, I'm the coach. Uh, which was interesting. Which was interesting. Um, and so Jordan's just like, well, I was just trying to be a leader, sir. <laughs> you know, that's one thing about Jordan. As we're mentioning, like, him being so quick to put up his fist. Um When he gets into situations with authority... You mm-hmm. see the need. You see the need to impress. You see the need to 
yeah, just you see the need to impress, you see the need to please yes. the authority figure, especially as it comes to football. football. And I think that's just really interesting now that I'm thinking about it. Um, because it's still the same, you know, in some ways, just like we saw Spencer, um, obviously in a more noticeable way, uh, reverting back to, to some of his old behaviors. But I think that, you know, in that moment, Jordan coming back and being like, wait, I was just trying to, like, I was just trying to impress you. Um, that was also young Jordan, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, like you said, that was the need to please um, Jordan. Like, just yeah. trying to prove himself over and over and over again. I was just trying to be a good leader. <laughs> Yeah, um, especially when he felt like he had done something right, and he just he just wasn't understanding. He was like, you know, he looked just so puzzled. He was not expecting the reaction that he got from coach. Right. Yeah, he looked right. So and what I loved about this is that um, Kenny actually came back and was just like, "That's my bad," and actually like guided him through what was going on because, and I've said this before, is that. People don't love, uh, particularly like when he asks them and like, again, authority figures, they don't love to give Jordan the answer when he asks the question. They love to let Jordan figure it out on his own, which I don't Uh think is the case with some of the other men on the show. Uh, And so that I I love that Kenny just, you know, after he was just like, oh, it's it's not really about you. But he was just like, look, you know, they're not responding to your leadership. But I was just like, see, that's, he just needs a little guidance. <laughs> exactly. He apologized, but he still stu- stood behind, you know, that part. Like, yeah, I shouldn't have came at you like that. But no, I still meant what I said when I said. Like, right. Yeah. Right. And it's what he needed to hear. And he took the qu- direction quick. Uh-huh. He took the direction quick. Uh, th- this was, I want to call this out because it's one thing that confused me a little bit. But then on the second watch, I, I got it. Is that. You know, I assume that they're back to doing sort of two-a-day workouts, two-a-day practices, uh, mm-hmm. because you, you, there's a moment in the in the this whole whole episode spanned a day, and it's only been a day since Jordan's episode. Like that was literally yesterday in the show's timeline, um, and so Jordan left to go to the baker house we'll get back to that conversation that he had with coop and live but left to go to the baker house and then sort of came back to practice did the little figured out that he wanted to hold like a touchdown celebration due to gritty due to gritty uh for the for the team and then they i was like coach with that i didn't think it was gonna work neither <laughs> <laughs> continued the practice and it and it worked well you know when you, you give a little give the guys a little incentive give the guys a little and say, look because and it's so funny because I, I thought about the in again you know I'm an NFL fan so I thought about the NFL and people like they plan those celebrations they plan those celebrations they plan those out they like ooh, I'm gonna do this like what what uh-huh. my favorite player Lamar Jackson who's having a little bit of a tough time with his contract right now but did this famous yeah, yeah. like Lexi is a real like she's a real deal football <laughs> fan. Like I have no idea the person she just said, but Lexi is a oh really diehard football fan. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
For anybody who didn't know, yes, she is. But anyway, the point is is that he pre-planned doing a flip in the end zone. Um, and, you know, people were just like, all right, don't do that again because you landed on your <laughs> behind. But just to show that, like, they, they do care about, like, oh, what, what, what dance am I going to do in the end zone? And some people have signature dances. Ray Lewis, another guy that was famous on my team, um, had a signature dance. So it's, I was not surprised that it worked out. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm gonna say on that. Um and then they get this like last little bit of information, which was helpful for Spencer's story as we transition into that. Uh mm-hmm. is that you know, my sister said, you know, you, you can't quit up. on your people. Yeah, yes. don't quit on your people. Quitting on your people is never an option. Not an option. And then Something Kenny like says, you know, that's wise. Exactly. Right. That's a wise woman. He says it that's after Jordan walks away though. That's a wise I know. <laughs> You should have said it while he was still there. I swear, if, I swear, all Americans can be so dramatic sometimes. I mean, like they do. Know, like that's a wise woman, <laughs> literally, literally. But she Drama. is. But she is. But she, she is. is. She is. But it's. And I guess this is the section that I can't avoid. The section that I've been dreading. <laughs> What section? How's that for a transition? How's that for a transition? Wait, the we can't do live that before we do doctor, right? We can't do live before we do doctor. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna pause on the section that I've been dreading, and we'll skip <laughs> to. You want to do Spencer first? Yes. Well, I, I mean, I love Spencer, but let's do the doctor, and then because I mean, hers was at the end of the episode. Okay. Well, <laughs> you heard it, audience, and that's where we're going. <laughs> As I wanted to end it on a high note, but Carmen wants to end it on a low note. Is what I mean. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's the low. Okay. Yeah. We can get to that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> had to, had to stop it right there, but stay tuned for us talking about part two of this, which is everything having to do with Spencer and Liv being there for him. So stay tuned for that. Bye. <laughs>